Welcome to Trading with Rainer Show, the trading podcast where you'll gain trading insights to level up your trading so you can beat the markets. Let's start boosting your trading knowledge from your friend, Rainer Teo. Hey, hey, what's up, my friend? So just a heads up, today's episode is actually taken from one of my training videos. So let's get started. In today's training, you'll discover why does your stop loss always get eaten and how do you avoid it, right? So here's the thing, right? You, when you put on a trade, you know where is your entry point. You know where is your stop loss. You know where is your take profit level. But interestingly, the market seems to only know where your stop loss is. It always hunts for your stop loss, triggers it, and then reverses back, right, in your intended direction and finally hit your take profit level. Has it happened to you? And why does it happen? Well, there are a few reasons for this. Reason number one is this. You use a fixed stop loss. Okay, so here's the thing. The market price structure is always changing. Volatility in the market is always changing. If you are using a fixed stop loss, right, then it's saying to the market, I don't respect you, right? I'm going to treat you the same all along and then guess what? You're going to get stopped out repeatedly over time. Number two, you place your stop loss just below support. So now, what's the solution, right? We want solution to our problems. So let's get into this, right? So first and foremost, I want you to understand that price structure, it acts as barriers in the market, natural barriers in the market. What, what do I mean by this? Swing high, swing low, support resistance, right? These are natural barriers in the market. If you look at this, for example, this illustration, okay? This area of support, right, acts as natural barriers in the market where potential buying pressure could push the price up higher. And likewise, at resistance, this is a natural barrier in the market where the price could push, where the market could push the price lower. Right, so this is support resistance, and this is the same for you know whether you're dealing with swing high or swing lows, etc. So when you set your stop loss, right, you want to set your stop loss beyond the natural barriers of the market to protect yourself. You want the natural barrier of the market, right, to work in your favor, to work for you, not against you. So for example, let's say that you know that this is a natural barrier of the market, this area of resistance, then it means right that you want to set your stop loss right a buffer, a distance above it, somewhere here. Because for the market to get out of this natural barrier of the market, it has to work hard. It has to, you know, go through all the selling pressure, all the sell orders that are coming in, right, to finally break out. And it makes it difficult, right, for the market to do so because it's going against a barrier. It's going against an obstacle. And that's working in your favor because you are shorting this market. So whenever you set a stop loss on your trade, you want to have natural barriers in the market working for you, not against you. And same thing for support. Let's say the market comes down lower, okay? You want to set your stop loss, right, where the natural barrier is working in your favor. And where is that? You want to set it a distance below this area of support because for the market to break down below the support by this amount, it has to go through all the buying pressure that is, you know, stacked at support. It has to work hard, right, to stop you out of your trade. And that's good for you because you are long, okay? So let me walk you through a few examples on how to use the natural barriers in the market, right? To set your stop loss, to protect yourself, right? From stop hunting, to protect yourself, right? From getting stopped up prematurely. So now at this point, uh, I want to share with you a couple of bonus tips. So some of you might be thinking, Rainer, why do you, why do you uh, use one ATR? And the reason is simple. One ATR is just to simply define, right? How much buffer I want to give the trade. If you want to use 2 ATR to be more conservative, that's possible as well. You can go for it. Or if you're more aggressive, you find that, you know, 1 ATR is too much, you want to go with 0.5 ATR, 0.75. Fair enough, go for it, right? There is no best parameters to this, right? Certain markets, it tends to uh, 
to uh, have one ATR is, is enough. In certain market conditions, sometimes one ATR is not even enough. It really depends on the, the market at that point in time, the behavior, the volatility. So let's say you use a, a one ATR. Okay, sorry, wrong tool. A one ATR. And your stop loss is currently, let's say, 200 pips. If you increase your ATR multiple, clearly, right, your distance of your stop loss will increase. Let's say you go with three ATR below support. Your stop loss, right, might increase to, let's say, 400 pips. And when you are having a 400 pip stop loss, right, and you want to risk 1% of your account on each trade, something has to give, right? And that's your position size. You can't be risking as many units, right, compared to a trader who is uh, risking 200 pips as their stop loss. So what this means, right, is that for you to make a one-to-one risk-reward ratio, right, the market has to move 400 pips in your favor. So that's what I mean, right, by having a wider stop loss, it reduces right, your risk to reward on the trade. It's not as uh, attractive, right? So that's a, a fine-tuned balance, right, that you have to, you know, uh, decide for yourself. And finally, right, one last bonus tip is this, right, is that to find favorable risk to reward trade, right, you don't just want to enter your trade at any point in time. Instead, my suggestion is to wait for the falls breakout to occur. This way, right, when other traders already have gotten stopped out, right, then that's where you can enter the trade and feel safer that there's a good chance, right, the market could move in your favor. So this is another technique, right, for you, right, to help you find uh, better trades, right, to wait for the falls breakout first. So let's do a quick recap. Number one, don't set your stop loss at random price levels on the chart because the market doesn't care about it. What you want to do is to pay attention to the price structure, natural barriers of the market. Number two, don't set your stop loss just below support or above resistance because it's easy, right, to get stop hunted. So the way to go about it is to set your stop loss right beyond price structure, like one ATR above resistance or one ATR below support. Then I talk about how you can actually tweak the ATR multiple to your preference, right? If one ATR is too little for you, you can go with two ATR, three ATR, that's fine. But bear in mind, right, the consequence of it, right, where your risk to reward ratio will be uh, affected. And finally, right, you can wait for the falls breakout before entry, right? This way you get lesser trades. But when you get such trading setup, right, it increases the odds, right, that the market is about to move in your favor. Make sense? We appreciate you joining us in this session of Trading with Rainer Show. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And visit tradingwithrainer.com for more resources related to today's session. That's tradingwithrainer.com. Until next time, good luck and good trading. <laughs>